Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. And welcome to the following on Cricket Podcast from TalkSport. I'm John Norman in South Africa. I've made the long and windy journey from New Zealand via Sydney to Joburg ahead of TalkSport and TalkSport 2's exclusive live coverage of the upcoming Test, ODI and T20 series against South Africa. We've already had some action at Guy Swindles and Sam Mellard. I've been your host over the last couple of days. In today's show, we've got an exclusive interview with Jimmy Anderson, desperate to get back in the England side. And we're also going to hear from Steve Harmison, who was co-host on The Breakfast Show on TalkSport this morning. You're listening to the following on podcast. Well, here we are then as uh, day turns tonight here in Johannesburg. Uh, one day before what should have been uh, England's first first-class game of uh, the winter um, after New Zealand, of course. But unfortunately, there has been some news out of the England camp. Illness, which uh, meant that Joffrey Archer, Stuart Broad and Jack Leach had to sit out the first two-day warm-up game. Well, it hasn't gone away and it hasn't got any better because uh, it's continued to affect some of the players. Uh, those three that I mentioned, uh, almost certainly ruled out of the final warm-up before the first test match in Centurion um, as the bug really takes hold. So a little bit of a problem for England who uh, have gone to the South African cricket board and just asked that the game um, is uh, not a first-class match from here on in. It will be essentially a friendly game, uh, 11 against 11 on the field at any one time, but uh, substitutes will come in and out and uh, just uh, shows really that the situation that England find themselves in ahead of that match. Uh, one person desperate to be involved, he sees it as uh, a real sign about whether he will be named in the 
test side uh, for that first test match against South Africa at Centurion is England's record wicket taker, Jimmy Anderson. And he caught up with Guy Swindles, an exclusive interview following play on the second day of that warm-up match at Willow Moor Park. Well, with Jimmy Anderson and Jimmy, first and foremost, how's the calf? Yeah, good. Uh, I had no issues with it. Um, you know, it's been a, a good stint I've had of, of uh, rehab and trying to get it strong, uh, and not just the calf, but my whole body really. And it's been good to have that period of, of just concentrating on my fitness, uh, working on a few things with my bowling as well, which has been which has been good. Uh, obviously, it's frustrating not to have been out in the middle and playing with the lads. Uh, watching from a, a distance is, is is pretty tricky for me. I, I'm itching to get out there. So today. Um, you know, even though it was a, just a warm-up game and you know, a lot of the guys trying to just only been here for a couple of days in the country, a couple of days, so they're, they're still finding their feet. For me, I've been here a few, couple of weeks, so I felt like I, you know, I was really excited this morning getting to the ground and getting out there and playing. And I know a few of us had our hearts in our mouths when we were doing six overs off the spin just in case mm. something happened, but it seemed as if there was no after, there are no after effects? No, not at all. I feel great. I, I, you know, as I said, I've been here for two weeks and I felt like, feel like my fitness is, is good. I've acclimatised to the conditions um, and I feel like, you know, I felt in, in good rhythm and I, I wanted to uh, keep going. You know, there was a bit of rust there early on, a bit of rustiness, which is to be expected. Uh, and I think the more I bowled, the, the more that disappeared. So that's why I wanted to keep going. Nice spell in the afternoon. You and Chris Wokes, probably the the, the moment we enjoyed most watching most for England bowling today yeah uh, you know we, we actually sat down at lunch and obviously it's not been ideal with a few guys ill uh, you know we had three seamers fit today uh, and then the rest uh, spinners um, so we sat down at lunch and we said the first session wasn't up to up to our standards you know I think they got over 140 in that first session which is, is, is not um, where we want to be uh, so we yeah we, we had a good chat about that and then Coming into that next session, uh, it was down to me and Chris to set the tone, and I thought we did that well. Now, we're staying at this ground for what looks to be a a pretty intense um, match ahead of the first test. They've named some very good players, South Africa, eh? Your thoughts ahead of that one? Yeah, I think it's good for us to have that uh, competitiveness going into the the test series, to have that uh, intensity. And, you know, with it being a first-class game, there's that little bit more on it. You know, when you go out to bat, there's, there's a bit more value on your wicket uh, and also with the ball. So I think it's good for us to have that intensity because when you come to South Africa, playing South Africa in South Africa is always intense and, and you always, uh, you know, it's always a, a, a huge battle uh, in that test series. So to have that, uh, as I said, that competitiveness uh, just before the series is, is crucial. Do you know if you're definitely picked, if that's not too cheeky a question? No, I don't. I, we've not... Uh, they've not mentioned the team yet for that that game uh, obviously we're waiting on a few guys who are who are ill to see if they get, they get better in the next couple of days um, but yeah I'm just going to keep my fingers crossed if I you know if I've got any chance of playing that first test I'll need to play this three days so uh, I've, yeah fingers crossed. Now um, Stuart Broad you haven't bowled in tandem with for a while Joffre Archer you've never bowled with at test level before are you looking forward to should you be picked um, starting up an old, an old relationship and a new one? Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, for me, I, I, I'm just trying my hardest to to get myself into a position to be picked for that first test, to get my fitness right, uh, and be bowling well enough to be considered. Um, and if I get picked, then yeah, I, it, as I said it, earlier, it's it's been tough watching them from the sidelines because um, you know they're, they're fantastic bowlers, but you want to be out there helping them out if you can. 
uh, and yeah, I've missed bowling with Stuart, and obviously I've not played with Jofra, so uh, both th- both of the those things excite me, and um, I'd love to be out, out there playing for England with them. Final thought, just on that, what does it mean to you to be back in the England squad and possibly playing for England again? Well, yeah, I mean, it, you know, for me, it's uh, it, it means a lot. I th- I've worked really hard at my fitness. It, it was gutting not to be a part of the Ashes uh, and part of that New Zealand tour. So to you know, I've worked hard to get myself back to where I am now. I feel like I'm in a good place. Um, and I, yeah, I just, I think for me, uh, at the, the age I'm at, you know, there's always a, a question of whether I've got the hunger and desire to carry on playing. And um, you know, the, for me. I was desperate to, to get back fit so for me I, I can still see that the, the hunger's there I still want, feel like I've got something to offer this test side uh, and hopefully I've got a few more test wickets in, uh, in there somewhere Hope so always a long time retired good to see you back Jimmy So we'll find out I suppose that Jimmy Anderson still sweating on whether he's going to play in the first test match but of course the, the uh, illness that has affected the English squad I mean you just got to think that Geoffrey uh, uh, Archer who's uh, almost certain to play Stuart Broad who performed so wonderfully well during the Ashes in the absence of, of his uh, new ball bowling partner Jimmy Anderson over the last uh, 10 years or so they will recover from the illness that's blighted them but uh, yeah England left to sweat, really. Uh, not too much to learn or take from the, the first warm-up game. Um, it was a painful one for uh, Parkinson, uh, but there were runs when England batted. Uh, but the uh, next test that awaits them, the three-day uh, game against a, a very strong-looking South African A side, will uh, test their mettle a lot more in a series that is expected to see uh, uh, bowlers dominate. It'll be interesting to see just how some of those new England batsmen uh, get to grips with a pitch that actually showed a little bit of bounce, uh, good carry and some some pace as well. So a fascinating match does await us. Reports will be on TalkSport and TalkSport 2 throughout all three days. Uh, but uh, Steve Harmison, who will be part of the team out here for the first two test matches, was uh, a co-host on the Alan Brazil Sports Breakfast Show. And he spoke about the influence uh, Ben Stokes has on this side, as well as giving his his verdict on what to expect for the test series coming up. England away from home in tests are struggling a bit, aren't they? They are struggling away from home uh, and they have struggled for a while. And that would be a question I would ask to Jimmy Anderson last night if um, when he when he when he did the press that. Have they talked about bowling on flat wickets? Because it's a massive struggle. Anderson comes back in. You've got Archer. Archer, there's a question mark on, on Archer. I don't think there's anything wrong with Archer. I think he's just learning how to, to play the international, uh, game with the red ball and getting used to the, you know, waking up the what, next what morning. What ball are they yeah. using in South Africa? I think they're using a kookaburra, which means it's very, very difficult once they get, once the ball goes soft after about 12, 15 overs. So, so why do they use it then? Um, I, to be honest, I don't really know. Um, it's just, that's the ball that South Africa's always used. I think if they use a duke, it will, you know, it'll swing a hell of a lot more. It's more durable, but it will do more. So they think it's possibly not as, not as good from like the batting point of view. Look, I don't have a, I don't have a problem with a cooker ball. It's the same for both sides. It's how you get the 20 wickets. And that's something England's got to work on because that's where they've struggled. Mm. But when you look at the, you look at the, the, the South African squad, they've got six, Six new, you know, uncapped players going into the one that I think is a decent player. He's, he's, he's uncapped, but he's played a lot of first class cricket. I think he's played 115 first class uh, games. And that's, um, uh, Rassi van der, van der Dusen, 30 year old. 
you've come in probably bad at number three and they've had a trouble at number three. So their top order in Markham, uh, uh, Elgar, Van Dusen, Duplessis, um, Bavuma, De Kock, that's not a bad top top six yeah. uh, when it comes to it. Uh, and that's what England have got to, to go against. But from a bowling point of view, they've lost Nagidi. Um, they have only got one recognised spinner in their squad and they're a little bit of transition and turmoil, but... They've got a, you know, they've getting rid of, I think, eight, seven or eight board members mm. at, at, at top CEO and level. Uh, they brought Graham Smith in as director of cricket and they've got Mark Boucher back in as coach. So they've got the grits of the game now running the game. I just think England have got to be favourites because if it was in six months' time or a year's time, South Africa will be a different kettle of fish. This is a good time to play South Africa in England. They have to win to get um, to get some credibility yep. behind this winter. I enjoyed talking to Ben Stokes. Of course, he went on to be mm. sports personality. Yeah, here. great. A uh, bit shy at first, but then yeah. you know he was he was great. Really oh, enjoyed it. He's a great kid. He's a great kid, and he deserves everything he gets. And you know, I was sitting in here and you're working on the radio, and you're watching the TV, and it's a rerun of of, of Ben Stokes's innings at, at Headingley. What a summer he had. What a summary had the World Cup final, the the, the innings at Headingley, and I think rightly so, being capped off sports personality of the year because of what he did for this nation. He captivated the nation with a World Cup final and the Ashes, even though we didn't win the Ashes. But what he did in it, you know, for me, I think he was a, a worthy win. I'm unbiased, but I'm always going to say that. But I think he's a he's just getting better and better as a person, mm. better and better as a cricketer. Um, and starting to become the role model that you want him to be um, because he's had some troubles in his life. Yeah. So Steve Armisen, uh, dashing really from uh, London Bridge back up north. He'll be flying to Johannesburg uh, over the Christmas period, arriving on Christmas Day here in Johannesburg, uh, along with the likes of Mark Butcher and, uh, of course, Darren Goff and um, uh, the, the rest of the Motley crew. As uh, I'm sure you are now aware, uh, we will be joined on this series by the likes of Matt Pryor again. Alex Tudor will be uh, part of the TalkSport, TalkSport 2 commentary team for the limited overs leg. Gareth Batty will be delivering reports on TalkSport as well as uh, giving his expert punditry uh, as part of the commentary. Uh, and, of course, Kevin Peterson as well. What a, uh, what a coup that is for uh, the station. Uh, and Sean Pollock, former South African captain, is going to be a regular presence throughout all four test matches as well so so much to look forward to and the following on podcast will of course return as well every day of this series we'll be getting exclusive player content and uh, reaction and just a touch of the flavor of life here in south africa as we follow the england tour around this uh, magnificent uh, country but for now that's about it we will be back following day one of the warm-up against south africa a and england uh, please subscribe and review on Acast, iTunes and Spotify. Uh, You've been listening to the following on podcast on TalkSport. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. 
If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 